You're listening to Love of the Links Golf Radio with your host, PGA professional Brendan Elliott and the Little Linksers crew. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Love of the Links Golf Radio. Uh, this is your host, Brendan Elliott, going solo this week. Uh, my first solo venture uh, on our podcast, so we'll see how it goes. I I was a little uncomfortable going at this by myself. It's really good to have others in the room and especially Coach Jordan and going back and forth talking about the week that was in the golf industry. Uh, But I'm going to give this a go on my own. Uh, So again, this is my maiden voyage uh, going solo. Uh, Lots going on over the course of the past week. Obviously, last week we talked about the PGA Merchandise Show being in Orlando. So I'm going to recap that. A lot of good golf going uh, over on the West Coast this past weekend uh, with world number one Justin Rose pulling out the victory. Um, my boy Tiger didn't quite get it done, but actually had some some uh, hopeful final round, even though he wasn't wearing a red shirt. So I'm not quite sure what's up with that, but going with the, the pink and white it looked like. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And really, uh, those are our main things that we're going to talk about today. So to, to start off, let's let's jump into uh, the week that was uh, at the Farmers Insurance Open. Obviously, Justin Rose peak at the top of his game, world number one, uh, and really, I mean, having a performance that was definitely worthy of uh, winning and definitely something we would expect at this point out of world number one, Justin Rose. Um, so you know, it, it, instead of hashing over what he's done good or what he's done bad let's let's get it straight from justin rose and see what he has to say a new winner general rose and i know before you say anything about your terrific rounds of, of golf here you want to probably give some a friend of yours and, and your regular caddy mark fulcher a shout out absolutely fooch that was uh that was for you mate um i'm sure watching us all weekend was harder than the heart surgery um there's two trophies now in my golf room that you have to get rid of there was one before now there's two so uh, no doubt we'll be uh well, that, that's a mission for us both, but mate, love you, and we'll see you soon. Now, let's talk about you, because this was just an absolutely terrific performance. A lot of changes in the offseason, a lot of talk about, you know, you got a whole new bag of clubs, and a lot of time between the, the Ryder Cup and, and now. Did you expect success this soon, really? I know how hard you work, but sure. did well, you know, I'm really happy that I challenged the status quo and, you know, sort of changed everything up in the search of trying to get better, and I obviously... Big up to, you know, uh, the guys at Honma who have worked so closely with me to get get it all done so quickly. I felt really comfortable. The clubs immediately can't believe how good the driver is and how well I've driven them all this week on a tough test. Um, obviously, putter, you know, new changes here as well. That, that's gone great. Um, but, yeah, a whole, a whole new look me. But uh, I don't mind it if it's going to be, if it's going to produce this golf. But, uh, yeah, um, the offseason was short and sharp, and I didn't quite know, to answer your question, I didn't quite know exactly how I was going to come out. Uh, Palm Desert was a great sort of feeler for me and uh, awesome to play this well this week. What does this performance and this success this week do now to your mindset and the majors and the Players' Championship and everything else coming up the rest of the year? Yeah, you know, it affords you a little bit of patience. It affords you to really, you know, look at your schedule and not have to chase points and really prepare well for the major championships, which is my goal this year. Um, but yeah, I haven't won in January since about 2002, so it, it feels great. Yeah, so Justin Rose, I'm telling you, he he is undoubtedly the best golfer on the planet right now. And coming into the week, you know, um, with the with the announcement of his equipment change, 
Um, that was a topic of discussion with a lot of my a lot of my buddies that were in town for the PGA merchandise show. Um, and, and it wasn't just the change from, you know, one of the major manufacturers to another, but going to uh, a brand that really isn't in the bag for any of the major players in the, in the top, uh, top world golf rankings. And it didn't seem to phase him. Not at all. I mean, he was as sharp as he's ever been getting to 21 under on a course like, like Tory Tory pines. Uh, it's fantastic. And it, it, it says a lot about a guy that, you know, we can remember when he first came on the scene many, many years ago in the British Open as a, as a young man, actually as a teenager, uh, and holding that shot uh, from the fairway for an eagle. Uh, I mean, that was that was something else. But then he had this downturn for many years. I think he had a streak of 19 or 20 events in a row of missed cuts. And fast forward to 2019 – not only 2019, but what he's done over the course of the last two, three, four years, a major champion, Olympic gold medalist. Uh, there's, there's a lot you can say good about Justin Rose. Um, and, and honestly, this, this really seems like uh, his, he, he's going to be one of those players that's going to be on top for, for a long, long time. Definitely had some people chasing him this week. Adam Scott put up a good performance. Uh, Jason Day. A uh, lot of lot of players, a lot of the top names that we look at, uh, Billy Horschel, a lot of them played really well down the stretch. Um, obviously, last week, uh, Jordan and I talked about uh, my boy Tiger, what, what he could do after uh, shaking off some rust and making his first appearance in 2019. And, you know, he, it was a slow out of the gate. It was a question mark if he was going to make the cut, which he did make the cut. Uh and, and on Saturday of last weekend, uh, we actually had one of our little Linksters tour events at Disney. And that obviously was the topic of conversation with myself and the guys that were helping out at the tournament is what's Tiger going to do on Sunday? And I, I, I remember vividly telling uh, James, one of our volunteers, that he's going to shoot a 66 on Sunday and he's going to look pretty good. I was one shot short. Uh, he shot 67 on Sunday. But again, let's let's hear what Tiger had to say uh, about about his week and about his final round. Tiger, you got to your ten under, got to double digits. What other positives do you take from the week? Um, each day, I get a little bit better, which was nice. Uh, I, I've got a little bit sharper each and every day. Um, my driver started coming around, which was great on the weekend. Drove great. Uh, only thing is, uh, my iron game wasn't quite as sharp, but it got a little better. And I started hitting, you know, I, I've been hitting good putts, but they finally started going in, which was nice. You're going to come back out again in two weeks, play at Genesis. Cool. What's the list of things you work on in that in that uh, two weeks? Well, it was nice to shake off some rust um, and see what I need to work on. Uh, I still need, I think I need to hit the ball a little bit better with my irons. I need to hit the ball more pin high, which I'm normally do a pretty good job this week wasn't as as good as i'd like to have it and uh i can just continue improving um driving the ball a little, just a little bit better i know my putting will come around because I, I i was joey and i both struggling reading this thing so you know either i struggled on my own when i brought joey in we struggled together you know it's just one of those weeks where i just didn't quite see the lines quite right um my speed was good but my lines were just not very good if last year was a year that you said, we'll see what we've got, we see how my body holds up, what's this year? 
different. Um, a lot of different expectations here this year. Um, it's not as fluid and moving target like it was last year. I didn't have to try and learn to learn golf swing and learn equipment and figure out some way to, to play golf again. Um, this year, I have an understanding of what I can and cannot do. Um, finishing the year the way I did in the playoffs, hitting it like I did, uh, was, was great because you know, I finally built it to a place where I can take a little time off and I know what I'm going to have when I come back. I don't have to go you know, looking and searching for something. So that helps a lot. So, yeah, I mean, basically what, what Tiger was saying was what most people that, that watched him play throughout the week uh, had to say is, you know, just not super sharp, not terrible whatsoever. Um, the putter definitely let him down, but that probably goes back to what he was saying about his irons weren't being uh, as sharp as he would like. But again, he, he backdoored with a 67 on Sunday to a top 20 finish. Uh, so when it's all said and done, not too, not too bad uh, for a guy knocking off some rust to finish uh, double digits, 10 under granted quite a, quite a ways behind uh, tournament winner, Justin Rose, but not bad again for a guy that was knocking some rust off. Um, so that, that was basically the week that was on the PGA tour. A uh, lot of good things, really good event. Kudos to uh, Justin Rose putting in a lot of work uh, and very impressive with the, like I said before, with the new equipment. Uh, also last week, as we talked about on uh, the, uh, last week's show, uh, the PGA merchandise show was in town in Orlando uh, and, and I tell you what, from walking in on Wednesday, the first day of the show, um, you know, all through the entire week, uh, I failed to miss or I, I missed Friday, uh, which un- was unfortunate because still had some work to do. But some of my guys uh, filled in and got to some booths, uh, which we'll talk about some of those products uh, that, that we looked at and purchased and some things we're going to use going forward. But fortunately, I had one of my what seems to be once a week migraines just not feeling it and uh didn't make it down on friday but wednesday busy as hell thursday busy again uh there was a really good vibe i felt at the convention center orange county convention center uh not not just on the show floor which i again i didn't really get the chance to get all that much i spent most of the week doing some education uh talking to some people uh going to a couple seminars um but the vibe was good. And, and like I said last week on the show, Jordan and I talked about this. Uh, the PJ Merchandise Show at the start of the year really uh, is, you know, we're, we're checking the pulse of the industry and seeing uh, what what's to come in the, in the golf business, in the golf industry. And from from what I saw, uh, things, things are looking good. Uh, the biggest thing from a consumer standpoint in uh, the, the message that was out there quite a bit, not just from the, the PGA uh, executive team, uh, Susie Welly, the rest of the board, uh, the new CEO, Seth, Seth Juan. Uh, it really was recapping what was the, week, the year of 2018 and uh, basically flat on rounds, but participation numbers were up quite dramatically. So when, when you hear statistics like that to, to the lay person that doesn't really know and doesn't dig in too deep, uh, to the industry, what does that mean? Flat on rounds, up in participation. It really means the way we define uh, what is golf and participation in golf is has changed, and I, I think that's for the good. Things like Top Golf, um, that's a huge thing that, ha- that has happened to the golf industry over the course of the last 
uh, seven, seven years, six, seven years. And that's where we're getting a lot of those participation numbers. People for the first time are putting a golf club in their hand, albeit on a, a souped up driving range like a Top Golf, or even its competitors like a Drive Shack and, and some of the other things that are out there. But again, we're putting golf clubs in people's hands and, and they're having a golf experience. And I think uh, as someone in the industry that's been in the industry for a long time, I think that's really what we want to do. We want to put a golf club in people's hands. Now, yes, for traditionalists and, and uh, for the health of the game overall, we need to try to convert those people that are going to these alternative facilities like a Top Golf or a Drive Shack and eventually get them onto the golf course. But, you know, when, when, you, when you go and look at the reasons why people don't play golf, the time factor, the money factor, uh, and, and the fact that it's a difficult game, uh, it's really about those first experiences that they have uh, being something that they, one, is they enjoy. Two, it's not uh, taking too much of a toll on the, on the wallet. And, and three, that it's not taking up too much time, or at least they have control of the time uh, that they're spending in their in their golf environment, whether it be on a golf course, at a drum range, at a Top Golf, and, and I think that's I think that's a big thing that Top Golf offers in some of these alternative things, whether it be screen golf. Uh, there's a lot of these facilities uh, where you can hit in the simulators, at maybe a PGA or Superstore, or Golf Galaxy, or or even a bar. There's some bars and restaurants out there that have the same type of setup. That's a golf experience. And again, it really boils down to what myself and other PGA professionals do to bridge that gap and get people in there um, and really experiencing what we consider traditional golf. So it's all about that first experience. And I think that's why we're seeing quite a bit of an increase in the numbers and participation. And when we say rounds are flat, that's not necessarily a negative. I think it's actually uh, a pretty good thing. So, um, so yeah, it was a good week at the PGA Merchandise Show. Uh, for us personally, with Little Linksters and, and my instructional staff, uh, it was a good week too. My myself and Jordan uh, uh, Lashoons, Coach Jordan, went to a V1 seminar, and V1 Golf is one of the top uh, golf analysis software programs that's out there. We spent an hour and a half. Uh, learning about V1 Pro, which is something that we had purchased and we're going to start implementing in our in our teaching programs and and really is going to be a big component in, in something new that we're going to deliver in 2019, uh, which is trying to, uh, you know, there's a lot of juniors that we interact with throughout the world, especially with one of our, uh, one of our key uh, programs that we offer, our best peewee golf swing in the world competition. And it is, it's a fun contest, but really what it does and the purpose we've done this from the get go is to uh, get kids excited about golf. Um, and if it, if it takes doing things like this, which kids are doing anyways, they're videotaping themselves, putting it out there on YouTube or, or whatever. Most of them are doing it, playing games like Fortnite, which, Hey, my son's a Fortnite fan. I don't get it. I don't get the big buzz on all of this. Uh, but one thing Fortnite's doing is it's it's uh, it's getting kids excited about not only playing the game, but uh, this this advent of recording yourself and being uh, becoming an influencer, becoming a popular person on social media uh, that some kids do. They record videotape. So that uh, 
you know, I, I kind of see myself as forward thinking a little bit with this contest. It's now nine years old um, and, and having the idea to have kids videotape themselves, have it seen by celebrity judges uh, this year, Jack Nicholas, Lauren Thompson, uh, PJ President Susie Whaley, Francisco Malnari, and some of the best junior coaches uh, throughout the world. Seeing your child or a kid's video uh, swinging a golf club, who cares how good the swing is? That's really not the purpose of this contest. It's it's letting these kids be seen by uh, some influential people and actually having their videos be seen by the audience that we've gained over the years with this contest. So that's really where the technology thing comes in and and we're pretty excited, and that's kind of pushed us, when I say us, myself and my team, uh, to trying to put together some really cool technology that's out there and offering lesson packages to uh, remote students, whether it be someone in California, I don't care, Alaska, Canada, New York, overseas. Uh, this is some of the stuff we're going to be implementing with Little Inksters, our Little Inksters Academy, uh, and even some of our programs ran through our nonprofit uh, with items like V1. Uh, so we're going to set up a V1 Pro uh, uh, locker on our website and folks uh, that are interested in uh, participating in some of these remote coaching packages that we're going to offer. We've got some other cool things like Swing Profile. Uh, talked to Dr. Chan yesterday, who's the inventor and founder of Swing Profile. Check it out on, on where you get apps, whether it's Android or iOS. Uh, Swing Profile is a really cool technology. Um, we're going to implement that. We bought a, uh, Dr. Chen's extended us a couple coaches accounts. So that's another thing that we're going to use. We're going to be using a product also called Coach Now, uh, which is a great way of doing exactly what I was saying, just uh, having coaching programs remotely with myself, some of our other coaches, uh, and students from all over the world. Uh, it's Coach Now is really uh, a self-contained social network, I would say, for for coaches and their students. Uh, really cool technology. Uh, Blast uh, Blast Sports and Blast Golf. It's a sensor that you put on the end of your your putter or your, your clubs, and it really pulls them some cool data um, from uh, the the app that goes along with it. And they've also got uh, what they call Blast Connect. Uh, which is a, another uh, avenue for, for our students, remote students, to not only track what they're doing with, with their golf themselves, uh, but have us as coaches be able to set up programs for them, whether it be uh, fitness programs or practice programs. And we can interact with each other, just like these other platforms I've mentioned, uh, and, and really uh, drill down what these students need to do, whatever, regardless of whatever uh, whether they're a beginner, moderate, elite, uh, we can we can help students, uh, even our local students that only get to spend maybe an hour or two with us a week. We can extend this out with some of these technologies. So we're really really excited about uh, using V1 and uh, Coach Now and Blast Golf and and a lot of these other technologies that we uh, were implementing in Little Langster. So it's it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to talk about. Registration is now open, uh, not just here locally with us, uh, with Little Linksters, but nationwide for PGA Junior League. And I, I can't say enough about PGA Junior League. It is the premier uh, junior program in the country. 
uh, run by the PG of America. Uh, and it, it's just a fantastic way of getting kids involved in the game of golf. Uh, and, and again, it's, it's regardless of ability level. There's some coaches out there that, you know, try to recruit the best teams possible. And, and it's, and it's nice to win. Winning's important. Uh, and I think it's equally important, uh, to, not necessarily think of the winning aspect, but the competing aspect and being with friends and and having a mixed group of kids, beginners all the way up to advance, all together playing as a team. That team concept, uh, the younger kids uh, being by the older, uh, more experienced kids, that that's just something you you can't trade in. And that's that's the that's the genesis of PGA Junior League. I know that full well because I was uh, honored to be on the, on the junior committee for the, uh, PGA of America national junior committee way back when PGA junior league, uh, was something that was just being talked about. So I know what the spirit of this program is and, and primarily the function is to get more kids, uh, excited about golf, involved in the game and playing it in a team atmosphere with friends. So at bottom line, it's about fun. Uh, the competition is great, but that's not, the end-all be-all for a program like that. So registration is open. Go to PGAJuniorLeague.com. Uh, you can put in your zip code there. They've got a 13 and under program and now new this year, a 17 and under program. Um, we're going to be doing both with Little Linksters. If you're in the local area listening to this, when you go to PGAJuniorLeague.com, uh, type in your uh, Little Linksters Academy uh, and you can register either for the 17U or the 13U program. We do take kids in the 13U that are a little bit younger than what's suggested by PGA Junior League. Uh, We'll start kids at at five years old. We've had a couple five, six-year-olds on the team the last couple years. And again, it's a lot of fun. Some of the the benefits of being on the Little Linksters team, uh, specifically, I think the biggest benefit is we practice two days a week for two hours each time. Uh, so we, we provide more practice time, more fun, uh, and really more chances to understand the game, learn from our coaching staff than any other team in Central Florida. Uh, our registration goes through the early part of May. Um, so our season will run from May through the end of August. Um, there is a postseason, so we'll see how that shakes out. Um, but that's it's a pretty long season, Thursdays and Fridays excuse me, Thursdays and Fridays for two hours each day. We'll practice. Um, we're going to have Lauren Court, who is the uh, our advisor from PA Junior League, from PGA headquarters that's working with us here in the North Florida section, is going to have our leagues divvied out here pretty soon. So we're going to have scheduling much, much sooner uh, as far as the matches are concerned uh, than we've ever had before. We're going to have that here in the next couple of weeks. We'll know what leagues we're going to be in and, and when we're going to be playing. Uh, so it's exciting, uh, pgajuniorleague.com, or you can go to littlelinksters.com and click on programs and go down to competition and then uh, PGA Junior League. That registration for us should be open here in the next uh, day or two. Um, what else? Uh, we did have one of our uh, Little Linksters tour events this past weekend at Disney on the Oak Trail course. A lot of fun, a little chilly, um, and we were fighting daylight because this time of year with golf courses being so busy, uh, it's kind of hard for us uh, as a junior youth program and tournament series to get uh, tee times 
much earlier than the day than we did. We started at 2.50 was the first tee time. So we pushed it out, about 40 kids in, in the competition. It's a little bit of a smaller field, but not a bad turnout for January. Had a lot of fun. Oak Trail Course, top shape. I'm telling you, these new green complexes over there are fantastic. But difficult. The kids still on a couple of the pin positions and the speed of the greens and little firm since they're, they're new green complexes. So uh, there are some decent scores, but uh, some of the some of our better players struggle a little bit with the greens. But we had a lot of fun. Uh, and that was the first tour event of 2019. Our schedule for 2019, the full schedule will be on our website, littlelinksters.com pretty soon. Got some great venues. We've doubled the amount of tournaments that we're doing throughout the year. Pretty much uh, uh, two events uh, a month for the year. And uh, we're going to be playing places like Mission Inn, uh, Golden Ocala, Reunion Resort. Uh, we've been at Disney, uh, Lake Nona, uh, hopefully Bay Hill. They've been on the schedule the last two years, and we're hoping to get Bay Hill back on the schedule this year. It's currently pending on our schedule. Uh, Hammock Beach Resort. We're going to be a top golf. We're going to do a night golf event at Winter Park Golf Course. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so look for that on littleinksters.com under uh, competitions and then scroll down to Little Inksters Tour. Uh, so what else can we talk about? Uh, Drive, Chip, and Putt, another great national initiative that's uh, spearheaded by Augusta National, PGA of America, uh, USGA, and some of the other allied associations. Uh, registration is, uh, I believe it's open uh, for drive, chip, and putt for the competitions uh, throughout the country um, and see if your child can reach all the way to Augusta National next year uh, for drive, chip, and putt the finals. I'm a big fan of that program. I've been at the national finals the last, uh, well, actually since it started uh, at Augusta National, and it's just such a cool thing to see. Um, kids having that experience and not just the kids, but the kids with their families having that experience at the holy ground of uh, Augusta National. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, PGA Juniors Camps. Uh, we were lucky last year to be named one of the uh, one of the only uh, locations in Central Florida uh, to offer PGA Junior Camps uh, at Wakaiba Golf Club. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, registration is open for that. If you go to pgajuniorcamps.com or you go to littlelinksters.com and go to instruction and you'll see in the drop down PGA Junior Camps, uh, we're going to be offering some camps all throughout the summer. Registration is open for that. This is in conjunction with Little Linksters and PGA Junior Golf Camps. Uh, a lot of fun, as I said. Um, we're going to do some more at our basic camps uh, for different uh, levels, whether it's a beginner child or all the way up to uh, mid-range, and we're going to do some stuff for high schoolers coming up, uh, trying to get them prepped and ready for the high school golf season in the, in the fall, which actually starts here, uh, at least in the Central Florida area, uh, first part of August. So we're going to offer some camps for that. Pretty excited about that. Um, actually having a meeting today with a good friend of mine who's, whose team uh, won the state championship, uh, Winter Park High School. Um, good friend of mine, Rob Robinson, who's the coach there. I'm going to have a meeting with him today, seeing how Little Inksters and myself can get more involved with some of the high school programs uh, throughout the uh, Central Florida area uh, and offering some of our instruction and what, and what we plan to do going forward with Little Inksters um, to him. So if you're a high school 
player or a parent of a high schooler that plays golf out there. Uh, we are offering much more in the way of programs for those uh, elite middle of the road players um, and really everybody that wants to put a golf club in their hand or is already pretty seasoned in competition. That's just a, uh, somebody else's eyes looking at what they're doing and helping them along the way. Some good coaches that we have at Little Linksters. Um, that's pretty much, I believe, where we're at here. We've got a lot of good toys uh, from the merchandise show. Uh, when I say toys, it's training aids from our, our buddies at Island Golf. Um, we, we're starting up a new software program on our website as well for registration. Uh, Blue Golf, it's, it's a fantastic program. It's going to really streamline our processes of registration for tournaments uh, and eventually some of our clinics and events. Um, it's going to help us as far as tracking throughout the year for our tournaments or point standings. And it's really going to help uh, make our tour series, which I've always claimed is one of the better ones in Central Florida and the state, uh, and make it that much, that much more of a special experience for the kids and for the parents. Um, with that said, also, we do have a uh, sponsorship opportunity. We're getting new caddy bibs for our Little Linksters tour with our new logo. And we do have an opportunity on the back for a sponsor to come in with their company logo. We'll put probably sponsored by and a company logo on the back of the uh, caddy bib. Uh, and there is a, obviously a sponsorship package price associated with that. But this will be on the not only the caddy bibs, but our scorecards uh, for our events and our rules and pairing sheets for our events. Uh, and we'll, you know, you can bring in if you have your own signage, uh, whether it's a wind banner or signage, other type of signage, we can put that up at our events. Uh, but we are looking for a sponsor. Uh, do need to have that by the end of the week, uh, this week of uh, January uh, 28th. Uh, we will need this by the end of the week, which is uh, what, February 1st or 2nd, something like that, um, in order to uh, get that put on the back of our uh, caddy bibs. So we're going to print at the end of the week, looking for a sponsor for that. You can uh, you can shoot me a message at either Brendan Elliott at PGA.com if you're interested, or love of the links at gmail.com. You can also check us out uh, on Instagram, love of the links on Instagram or on Facebook, on Facebook pages, love of the links. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And again, we are a fairly new uh, radio show podcast. Um, but hopefully we'll start be starting to stretch our wings here uh, and get some more people involved. Uh, so that's pretty much it on my maiden voyage for a show running it solo. Uh, appreciate everybody listening that is tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'll probably have a full team in next week, not just Coach Jordan, but a couple others uh, to talk about the week that was uh, in, in the world of golf, not just here in Central Florida, but throughout the world. Thanks so much. I uh, appreciate you listening and hope everybody has a great week and a great time on the golf course. Thanks for listening to Love the Link. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Love the Links or email us at lovelinks at gmail.com.